Tennessee Titans talk. Raiders reaction, fellas. Beat them pretty good tonight. Reading the Raider W, that's what I'm feeling, baby. And, you know, uh, it was a really great day as a Titans fan. We got a lot of help from around the league. You know, our boys took care of business out in Oakland. Couldn't be any happier. Landon, what's your immediate thoughts on the win? Beat them. We whooped them. And guess what? Everyone else in this division lost. We're tied with Houston. This division, it's in our own destiny. It's coming to Nashville next week. We're going to host a playoff game this year if we win next week. He makes an excellent point, John. Uh, this day could not have gone better for Titans fans, uh, save uh, a gibby hamstring and a concussion. Uh, th- this day just went ideally for, for the Titans. It was perfect. It was perfect. We saw, uh, I, I think, the evolution of Tannehill as you know our, our future quarterback. He had an incredible game. Um, we saw a lot of good contributions from defense. You know, We were sitting around watching that game, and it was tight, and I was like, we're going to need a big play out of somewhere, and sure enough, Here comes Ty Smith and and Jayon Brown rumbling in for for the pretty much um, sealing the game and yeah we had some big plays everywhere. So this game was tight. Obviously the first half ended in a tie. We came down. We were ready to kick a field goal. That's another uh, sort of topic for another day. But uh, we missed the field goal to end the first half. Go in uh, to the tunnel tied. Our defense uh, has been pretty good at bend don't break. Uh, we were pretty bent today, though, right, Landon? Oh, yeah, this is probably the worst performance we've had given the quality of opponent we're playing. I mean, Oakland scored three points on the freaking Jets. They scored nine points a week ago. In the first half, we gave up 21. Now, the second half, we've locked up. We've fixed our mistakes. It's obvious we're a second-half team. But still, if this were a better offensively talented team, we would be in much more trouble than today. John, our injuries in our defensive backfield caught up to us today. Sure did. You know, we were missing a Dory Jackson and that was noticeable on the field. And then we lost Kenny Vaccaro, um, you know, I think it was right at right a little after halftime with a concussion. So that was really unfortunate. But we had some guys step up that, that needed to play big today. Um, you know, we saw a lot of contributions from Monty Hooker. We saw some big plays from Ty Smith. So all, all in all, we played pretty well. And, you know, thankfully, Oakland doesn't have the receivers to really scare us into you know, needing our best defensive backs. But, um, you know, if there were any any game for those players to be missing, this is the, the best one remaining for that to happen. This is um, the third, fourth game in a row that we've just sort of, everyone's known what the Titans are going to do, and we, we just went out and did it. The only caveat is, after an opening series interception uh, on a tip ball, Tannehill played about as well as a quarterback can play, right, Landon? I mean, he played amazing. He had several great touchdown passes that were right in the money. He stood strong in the pocket. He took a few shots. And even on that interception, which was a batted ball, maybe he should have run it a bit better, he still hustled back. He ran over 50 yards and made a tackle on a big defensive lineman. So not the best performance we've seen out of Tannehill, but it's pretty up there. He's thrown for almost 400 yards today, and that's not something we've had in a long time. John, what stands out for you from Tannehill's performance today? I think just his ability to trust receivers as they get open. You know, we saw Khalif Raymond make a big third down conversion. We saw there was a Corey Davis sighting today. A.J. Brown, he sure ate today. He had um, a really, really good game. He had two touchdowns, 153 yards, five catches. Um, we saw Kyrie Blazing game get in the passing game as well. So really, just overall, a bunch of good contributions from a lot of players. We're, we're seeing Tannehill 
make those reads that Mariota couldn't do before. And he's delivering the ball with accuracy, precision. Um, and he's really making those, he's making the difference in the football game for us. Those are great points, both of you. What stands out for me with Ryan Tannehill is his toughness. And that has always stood out uh, today. Just the his ability to stand in, take a hit, but his accuracy and to hit guys in stride. And just as you said, John, his ability to incorporate guys that have been on this team and were first-round picks or guys that have been on this team for three weeks, uh, his rapport that he's established with people, uh, that can't be uh, overstated, I think. Yeah, no, he, he threw to 10 different receivers today. Unbelievable. I mean, that's just crazy to think about. Speaking of things we haven't seen before. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty rare Well, in this spe- offense. Specifically, that touchdown to Johnny Smith where he just dropped it in between two defenders. Uh, you know, it was incredible, and it was a thing of beauty. You mentioned Blazing Game, a guy who uh, was apparently a fringe NFL player, and uh, the two passes he's caught, if he can, if he can be a threat uh, to catch, he can be on the field more, and just really impressed me. So, guys, let's talk about Derrick Henry. Another uh, terrific performance. He uh, finishes with 22 carries, uh, 103 yards, and two touchdowns. Obviously, was a bit gimpy. Rabel attempted to take him out of the game at least temporarily, and he wasn't having it. When he had that last first down, he obviously wasn't right. And when we scored on that drive, uh, that was it for Henry. What do you guys read into that? And and uh, what do, what do you what do you take from his performance? And what um what what do you take from that injury? From what I saw when he initially pulled up, it didn't look terribly dramatic in terms of his long term health. But obviously, in the heat of the moment, in a two hour game, that's going to affect him. And we took the necessary precautions to make sure that he could finish this game. And obviously, once we kind of got ahead and we put our foot on their necks, we just took Henry out. Deion Lewis has played the whole fourth quarter. Just get Henry healthy. Treat that hamstring. Do whatever it takes over this next week because we've got a big division game coming up. He could still play. He was still running out there. He just didn't look 100%. So I'm confident with a full week to get healthy, he can get close to back what he was. Yeah, when he got to that second level, you could tell he didn't put those burners on, John. And um, Trent Green saw it in the booth. Obviously, Vrabel saw it went over and told him, look, when we score on this drive, you're out. We see him now here at postgame, and he doesn't have the body language uh, of a guy who's in pain, right, John? Oh, yeah, but I'll tell you what. I've been in games where I've been injured a little bit, and that win, <laughs> you forget about everything else on your body. You get this big win, mm-hmm. and that pressure's off. You're not worried about a little injury. And like Landon mentioned, he he, he was pretty much – he was fine. Um, he just lacked that explosiveness. So walking on the field, I'm sure he doesn't notice anything. He's got – Getting some treatment. He's probably walking around with a, a heating pad strapped to his to his uh, hamstrings anyway. So I, I have full confidence that he's going to be ready to go back here in Nashville in a week. Yeah, I think it would be a very big risk to see him play. Even I don't think he should have been out that last drive or two, but I understand these guys want to play. Vrabel understands that as a former high-level player, but I'm glad he didn't play anymore because we need him. Here. So we look good from top to bottom, but, fellas, I think everyone knows – what we do from here is contingent on the health of a couple of guys. And number one on that list is Derrick Henry. Easily. Uh, another injury, Kenny Vaccaro. At some point, uh, we've had some guys, you mentioned Ty Smith, some other guys look good. We're going to need to get everybody back and healthy. You could tell that we uh, were a different team in the defensive backfield. We were uh, we were going to have to eventually get Jackson. We missed them back. Uh, hopefully we will. And Vaccaro, hopefully, uh, he's in the concussion protocol. Hopefully, there's there's nothing big there, and we can see him next week. Uh, what else stood out uh, in today's game for you, big fella? Um, like I said, we needed that extra spark, and I think that Jayon Brown fumble recovery 
um, took it to the house. I think it was a 40 yard recovery. I mean, we were, we were sitting here watching and we were, we kind of felt it. There was going to be a big play. We needed it to happen. And then it did. Um, and sure enough, Jayon Brown. And then also Jayon Brown again on that incredible tackle where he jumped over the line, more like wow. Troy Polamalu. I mean, it was, it was amazing. We must practice timing these snaps a lot, and the Jan Brown, just the athleticism that he showed doing that, it was just really impressive to me. Uh, Landon, give us a rundown on the stats that stand out to you from today's game. All right, so total yards, we had 552, which has to be the most we've had in a long time. And pretty much every drive where we got major yards, we scored outside of suck-ups, shanked field goal. Passing yards, 390, which is something we rarely see in a dominant win, usually... It's in shootouts where we win by three points, not when we win by 21 easily on the road. Tannehill had 14.5 yards per attempt. Now, Oakland's defense is pretty bottom of the barrel, so you can't, t- you can't take a ton from this, but still 14.5 yards per attempt and to throw for almost 400. It's not a fluke. And Houston didn't look great today. Drew Locke was just carving them up. They were up 38-3 on Houston before Houston scored some garbage time touchdowns. So if Drew Locke and that offense can hang 38 on them, then I'm pretty confident we can do the exact same. That's a good segue, Landon. Let's talk about our AFC South competition. Big fella, in the last month, the Texans have looked about as good as you can, and in the last two weeks, about as bad as you can. So what do you kind of take uh, from that, and what do you expect to see from them uh, on Sunday? Well, I hope they're cracking. I mean, I hope they they have, are, their depth is starting to – to play its part, and I think, honestly, a lot of it's Will Fuller. You know, when he's not in their lineup, they don't look as explosive as they can. Um, but, you know, from what we saw in limited action today watching Red Zone, Deshaun Watson can still play. He still makes those crazy throws. He still evades defenders. But I just think overall as a team, they they aren't playing really good football. And I think we saw that with the Broncos just dismantling them. They were down. They were down by three touchdowns, and I was still afraid of Deshaun Watson. He's got that sort of impact on a game. Landon, I think their de- defensive line and their other injuries uh, are catching up to him. Yeah, the main injury is JJ Watt, and for a few weeks they were able to patch the holes. They played some lesser teams, so the flaws weren't as obvious. But today, you could clearly tell missing a guy like JJ Watt on that defensive front really hurt them, and because their secondary hasn't really been good all year. It was expected to be a problem entering the season. And today, with a rookie quarterback making a second career start on the road with some limited pass catchers, Noah Fan, who had a great game, was carted off later in the second half. For that kind of performance from a defense at a home win, obviously the Titans are hitting their stride. They're catching up for the division win. A win gives you extra breathing room with the division, with the playoffs, to come out and play as... Sorry, as they did on defense, it's not a good sign. Well, guys, this was a curtain call for Jacksonville and Indy today, right? That was great to watch the the Buccaneers take advantage of a beaten up Indianapolis team, and you know they came out with a win. Um, so yeah, we 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 got a lot of luck today, and the the Chargers are currently laying one on the the Jaguars. So really great stuff today. We also got to see the the Baltimore Ravens beat the Buffalo Bills. So really. As we mentioned earlier, everything we could have wanted to happen today has happened. So we're in a really good spot going forward. Almost everything now. The Steelers, Steelers won. won. They won by six in Arizona. So we're still technically the seventh seed. And that would have been great if they had lost to get us in. And right now we're watching 
bonus footage of the Chiefs Patriots game. Now, ideally, we want the Chiefs to lose because obviously we already beat them. They're eight and five, and just if they can drop down, if we can, pretty much we can't catch New England. There's no way that our record in New England's record can kind of go head to head. So if the Chiefs can drop some games, get closer to our record, then that makes things more advantageous for us in a playoff push, assuming we drop a few games in these last three. It's hard for me to believe, John, that that's a reality. Just from where we started, it's like, oh, we could catch Kansas City, and now today is a reality. And I know we had some injuries and our defense, uh, but we found a way to win that game, and our quarterback, I mean, everybody has their good days, but wow, that kid was incredible. Makes me think. AFC South is a reality. We're, we Obviously, I don't care what happened to Houston today. We're going to have uh, our work cut out for us. But it's just the closer we get, this reality of hosting a home game, it's in our hands. We just need to win. And uh, we really, to me, the New Orleans game really is not relevant to us. We need to win these next two games against Houston, and then we're pretty much right going to win the, uh, we're gonna win the AFC South. And that's what our, our fans need to understand, our listeners and that still is kind of surreal for me. It's pretty wild. I mean, the thought that we could host a playoff game and still alive and, you know, <laughs> I'm ready for it. Yeah. So for that reason, that Steelers game, weirdly, is a little irrelevant because now we're kind of in a different tier. Like, we're chasing the Chiefs, as you mentioned, and definitely uh, it's going to come down to cage match two out of three weeks. It's going to be really interesting. And it starts on Sunday. What do you expect Landon to see Sunday crowd-wise? If the crowd isn't the best we've seen all year in terms of time span, if it's not the most hyped we've seen all year, then I don't know what to expect out of the crowd because we're coming into the final three-week stretch. We're going to play one of our division rivals, a team we're tied with for the division lead. We're tied with for hosting a playoff game. We win that. We take control of our playoff destiny. We take control of hosting a playoff game, which we haven't done in over a decade. And if you can't come out and support this team when it's like that at home, then you don't deserve to call yourself a Titans fan. Yeah, I mean, fellas, we beat Houston on Sunday. I'm booking a ticket to Houston the fall in two weeks. Yeah. What do you? I mean, what do you need to see as far as the effort of this team? AJ Brown is the best Titans receiver in name your year, and um, our offensive line has improved, and they've been gutsy. And a lot of these stupid mistakes and uh, some of these issues they've had—that's in the past. Ryan Tannehill plays with a toughness that is usually reserved for some of uh, this game's greats. I mean, the guy is as tough as you'll see, right? He has his limitations, didn't show any today. Jeffrey Simmons gets a little bit better every week. And that's the future of this team's defense. Jayon Brown has just got such a, a, an amazing skill set. Evans, uh, you go down the line. We've got some injuries. There's some shortcomings. They didn't play a perfect game. But I, I would go on Sunday if I didn't normally just to see these guys in person, right? And we haven't even mentioned the most exciting player in the NFL in the, in the last six weeks. And that's not hyperbole, right? Not at all. Derrick Henry, baby. 2-2. Two, two. Guys, let's wrap this up. We'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday. But final thoughts and a game ball for you, Lan. Game ball, I would have to give it to the offensive line. They've improved so much over this, this stretch with Tannehill because for the longest time they were the reason we were losing and we couldn't put up points. And now they've, re- they've really stepped up their game. And now Oakland's defensive line isn't that great they have flashes of greatness but overall there's a reason Oakland's defense is bottom of the barrel a reason why the defense sucks but still for Tannehill to face little pressure and I don't think he was sacked once this game for him to have that kind of game this late in the season when the chips are on the table 
that's a good sign for our offensive line. I love the demeanor of, of this team where normally in years past and even in games past in this season, they get down, they make a mistake, and the look on their face, John, is here we go again. Tannehill throws that interception. He goes back down, and he has a look, the same look that like a Brady or a Manning has on his face. He's not a Brady, Brady or a Manning, but he knows what he has to go back out there and he's going to do it. Henry, they were up, and he was hurt. He should come out of the game. He talked himself back into the into this game. They want to wear this jersey. They want to play hard, and they want to win, and they fully expect to win. They're down. They expect to win. They make mistakes. They expect to win. They don't yell at each other on the sideline. They just get after it. And I really, really appreciate rooting for a team like that. My game ball goes to A.J. Brown. I don't think we understand uh, how good this player is going to eventually be. I really like him as a player. The guy takes a normal route. Now he gets it in stride, and there's no telling what he's going to do with it. And uh, he's just really impressive. Will you take that kind of playmaking with they already have in Henry? And if uh, Tannehill's not making mistakes, it just kind of comes together and makes this kind of perfect – and our play calling, it kind of, it obviously works. We put up 42 points today. Honestly, I'm going to give my game ball to Derrick Henry. We had an injured, hobbled Derrick Henry, and he still rumbled for 103 yards and two touchdowns. You have an injured Derrick Henry fighting to get on the field. I, I think that shows a lot of toughness and grit and how much he cares about this team. And then also, part of that game ball is that he actually listened to, to Coach Vrabel, and he did not play the fourth quarter, which... You know, I think he realizes and everybody realizes how important he is to this team, and we're going to need him down the stretch. So for him, we'll be back with you midweek. Great time to be a Titans fan. Join us back again, and we'll get you ready for the Texans. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.